Welcome to episode 11 of the What If Video Podcast. Today, you will recognize my guest. Once again, Ms. Deb Weekly from the Help Club for Moms is coming to the rescue. Let me tell you, this episode is really for the moms out there. But if you even thinking about wanting to be a parent or a mama in the future, I really encourage you to either bookmark this or come back to it or just watch it now and take some notes because today we are talking about what to do when you feel lost as a mom, right? (laughs) That's me every day because every day it's something different and something new. And I love what Deb talks about in here and I love her tips as always. She has so much wisdom and it's just so nice to sit under someone who has raised her children in a Christian home and learn from her. So I hope that today you enjoy this conversation with my sweet friend, Deb Weekly from the Help Club for Moms. Deb, thank you so much. Welcome back. Thank you. I am so glad that you have been our guest here in some previous episodes that oh, we've done. It's been an honor. I hope that you become a regular. I would like to what be a regular. Podcast. It's really fun. Maybe one time we can do it in Colorado. Where you're I was going to say, you need to come on our podcast. That would be really like fun. 10 times. You're amazing. Really, really <laughs> fun. Really, really fun. Yeah. Yes, in my favorite place, you're with Help Club for Moms, mm. the founder of that. You know, we need to do a show just talking about your story with that and how God led you to that and... I want to hear more about that. So next time you come back, mm-hmm. we're going to do that. Absolutely. I just want to know more about that. It's such mm-hmm. a great ministry. So many good books. Every time like I see a post of something, I just order it. I normally download it on my Kindle, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to underline it. That's how I ended up with a hard copy mm-hmm. of the this book, because I got it on my Kindle, and I'm like, I just want to take all of the notes on it. Mm-hmm. So it's so good. You're such a talented writer and speaker, and you're such an encourager, and we have a lot of women that write for us. Yes. It's, it's not just one voice. I love Help Club. It's a collective. It's beautiful. I it's love it. friends. And so many perspectives. And yeah. Different people yeah. and, and the community of mm-hmm. it. What we're talking about today, what to do when you feel lost as a mom. Yeah. How important that community is. Yes. I can go on that page and basically be like, SOS, help. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody, sure mm. enough, will be like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It is okay. Mm-hmm. Like this, you are not the only one that's ever dealt with this. Yes. I love what you said here. You are not alone. God will help you raise your kids in a Christian home. He will. Like in anything that we're doing as a mom, like you're not alone. Mm-hmm. A, God is with you. Mm-hmm. B, this community is incredible oh, to stand alongside of you. It's wonderful. I do too. I'm mm-hmm. so thankful that I found you all through YouVersion and the Bible app with so many different um, devotionals in there. So I love your ministry. I will plug it all of the time. I send copies of the book to my friends because mm-hmm. I just feel like it is such a great resource for people to have. So thank you. Thank I know you. it takes a lot of time. and yeah, We're all volunteers. Yeah, it's incredible. I love Help Club. It's incredible. You do a great job. Okay. So let's talk about what to do when you feel lost as a mom. Yeah. It's every so, day. Oh yeah, every day. <laughs> every day. Yeah, even now. <laughs> but I've learned over time, my very best friend is Jesus and he helps us. But yeah. I did not grow up in a Christian home and I have kind of a soap opera. Like if you were thinking of a family, it was kind of like a dysfunctional soap opera family. Mm -hmm. And so I knew I did not want to pass on that legacy to my children, even though my parents loved me. They're both passed away. They loved me, but I lost my mom when I was 20. I mean, it's a really sad story. So I never had a mom at my wedding for my children, nothing, Mm -hmm. nothing. I had my dad though. My dad was really sweet, but anyway, so I knew that I wanted to have a different home. And when I became a Christian to me, I was like, this is the best thing 
ever. Mm. And I know that if maybe you've been a Christian, if you grew up in church, it's easy to just kind of think that our faith is just, well, it's just what we do, which it is. But coming from the other side, mm-hmm. it's the best thing ever. Being a Christian is the best thing ever. Having Christian friends, it's amazing. I mean, we're not perfect, but it's amazing. And um, having the Lord as your helper and the Holy Spirit in you mm-hmm. to help you all the time, when you're not, when you don't grow up with that, or you 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 know that there's a hole that God-sized hole that everybody talks about is mm-hmm. real. Yes. And because um, there's nothing else, there's nothing else it. like it. And so God really helps you. But I knew that I wanted to have a Christian home, and I re- I wanted it so bad. I I always felt like I was a little lost puppy, and I would go from house to house. Like, is this what a Christian family looks like? <laughs> right. Is this what a Christian family looks like? I had no idea. I mean, you would talk to me about God when I was a new believer and I didn't know anything. I didn't know any of the Bible stories, nothing. I was, a, I that, was a baby. That's yeah. crazy though, because we do, mm-hmm. I think we go into some things just assuming that people do know. Yeah. Mm-mm. I didn't and know anything. Always, right. Yeah. Right. And I remember one time going into this godly older woman's house. She, she taught bread baking classes and I read something on her wall that her daughter had written to her, like kind of a, just honoring her mother. And I went in the bathroom and I lost it and I started mm-hmm. crying and I, I couldn't even come out of the, of the, uh, of the bathroom mm-hmm. because I wanted it so bad, Yeah. but I didn't know how to have it. So I think that sometimes, and even if you did grow up in a Christian home, you could still feel lost because like what you were saying in a couple of episodes ago, you were saying, God, how do I know if that baby's hungry? How do I know? And so for me, it was, how do I know how to have a Christian home? Mm -hmm. What if my kids don't want to believe in God when they're older? I was worried about tomorrow way too much. The word says, don't worry about tomorrow. Jesus says that. So I just remember being so afraid. And what I would do is I would go into my daughter's room at night. She was really strong willed. When I first one, it's like, oh, I made it through another day, right? You know, because she was, she was, and she's still strong-willed as an yeah. adult, but man, is she a mover and a shaker mm-hmm. for the body of Christ too. Man, she's amazing. <laughs> but raising a strong-willed child is exhausting. But, and also the ones that are compliant, I mean, it's all exhausting, right? It's all exhausting. But if you couple that and add on top of it, worry about your kids yeah. not believing in God when they grow up or worrying about, oh, well, that person turned away from God. And, oh, they were raised in a Christian home. How on earth can I do this? You got to get that out of your mind. But I would go in my daughter's room and I would kneel beside her bed when she was sleeping and I would pray and cry and say, God, I don't know what to do. You've got to help me. And I feel like there's little knee marks in the carpet back then beside my daughter's bed because I did it so much. I'm not exaggerating. I did it a lot. And God would say to me this simple thing, spend time with me, Deb. Spend time with me. And so I started getting up about 15 minutes earlier. It started at 15 minutes and I would creep. Please, God, don't let them wake up. Please, God, don't let them wake up. Isn't that the worst? Yes. You get up early. Does Charlie do that? Yeah, he knows. It's like he can sense when I get up and I'm like so quiet and try and shut every door quietly. And I have my like phone flashlight so I don't like knock over something. And sure enough. There goes the quiet time, but it just changes, right? It changes. changes. Yes, you figure it out. And maybe God wanted your baby during your quiet time. Absolutely. Who knows what is happening? If you're singing a song with your baby and we don't know what things, so 
We don't know what's happening in the spiritual realm because yeah. we can't see it. Right. But what if you're singing a worship song and you're doing battle? You're rocking your baby and you're just mm -hmm. singing a worship song that you like because you need encouragement for that day. And your baby woke up during your quiet time and you're just singing that song and you are doing battle. Yeah. Yeah. We so don't. anyway, yeah. God said, spend time with me. And so I got up earlier and I would spend time and I would ask him for wisdom. And he says he'll give you he wisdom. Does. Absolutely. And he gave me wisdom and he told me what to do. And I, I, I loved learning this one little tip from Mary Kay, uh, from Mary Kay mm -hmm. Cosmetics, because I loved, I was in Mary Kay for years. And she would say, write down, she's so cute. She was like 80, <laughs> write down your six most important things that you want to get done during the day mm -hmm. and cross them off as you do them. And so I would do that. I would have my quiet time. Then I'd say, Lord, what do you want me to do today? And I would write it down. Mm -hmm felt so good. Oh. oh, yes. We were just talking about that at work with like planners and stuff. Oh. And you write it and cross it off. Cross it's it off. Something about Ooh. that. It's like, it's like a, an endorphin thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's, it, it's good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I'd ask God and he'd help me. Yeah. It's super, I mean, it sounds simple, mm -hmm. but he's, he's your everything. He's your helper. Mm -hmm. He's in you as a Christian. You have the Holy Spirit inside yeah. of you. It does sound simple, mm -hmm. but if it's not a habit or something that you yes. do, then it's not because it's not natural. Mm -mm. You know, that's something that mm. I've started doing with Charlie. Like I hold him every night before I lay him down into his crib and I pray specific, like his verse that we gave him when he was a baby. I pray what I feel like the Lord spoke over him. And something else I pray is that God give me wisdom on how to raise this baby for you. Because I need that every single day and every single night. I don't know what each night's going to hold. I don't know if he's going to sleep through the night. I don't know what he needs when he, you know, like so good. every day it's something else. And, and it does say, it, it's right here, James 1, 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you. I love that without finding fault. If I ask him for the same thing over and over, he's not finding fault and being he's like, not. Oh, dare you. I just told you. You know, that's just not what kind of God he is. He mm -hmm. wants us to come to him. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, like, I don't know how to be a mom without him. Me neither. And I don't think we were supposed to. We're not supposed to. Know? My life verse uh, is, uh, I am the vine, John 15, mm -hmm. five, I'm the vine, you're the branches. Mm -hmm. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Like yeah. I always tell our moms at Help Club, I'm not qualified to be sitting here and talking. Mm -hmm. I'm doing anything I'm doing. I'm not qualified, but God, does it all. Yeah. I remember when my kids were teenagers and I made a lot of mistakes when I was a teenager and a young adult. And so I felt <laughs> afraid that my kids were going to do it. And you don't want your kids making your same mistakes, right? <sighs> right. It's scary. And so <laughs> I remember, I remember going to a mother's conference and, um, I would hear the speaker talk about our adult kids, right? And sometimes when you hear people talk about their older kids, um, you, you can put yourself there and it, it, it's too far in the future, right? You may have an eight-year-old and someone's talking about their 20-year-old or something. Yes. You have to keep that perspective in mind that, okay, wait, my child's only eight. But I remember one time really going through the teen years and worrying about my children, repeating my mistakes. And I was at a mom's conference and I went outside of my room in the hallway and I started crying my eyes out. And I said, God, I don't know how to do this. What if my kids make the same mistakes I did? And do you know what scripture he gave me? Hmm. It's so sweet. I love it. He gave me two. He gave me um, Isaiah 42, 16. I will lead the blind by ways they have not known. 
along unfamiliar paths, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light before them and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake them. He told me that he's going to lead me even though I'm feeling blind. And then he gave me Second Chronicles 16, 9. It's so good. The first part of it. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. And I love the New American Standard because it says, For the eyes of the Lord range to and fro throughout the whole earth to strongly support those whose hearts are, mm. are completely are committed to him. Yeah. And he was telling me, no matter what I go through with my children, he's going to help me. And even if I feel like I don't know what I'm doing, he's going to help me. Yeah. And he'll do that with you. Yes. With Charlie. Yes. And, all the parents, whether they have six kids, 10 kids, a child with special needs or, or, or sickness, he will lead the blind by ways they have not known. If your child is sick and you're having to go to doctors and you don't know what to do, he will lead the blind along ways that, it, that he goes for whatever your situation is. Yes. He's so good. Yes. And I love that what you were saying earlier when you were asking him for wisdom and he was saying, just, just spend time with me. And in here, another verse we had talked about, Matthew six thirty three, but seek first his kingdom and mm -hmm. his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Mm -hmm. Do this first and then let him give you all of these other things that we're so consumed and so worried about. And, you know, and I wanted, I wanted to bring up because I know in help club, when, when God said to you, spend time with you, mm -hmm. spend time with him. Talk about the five, five, talk about how simple that that can be and what that, that can look like. For the 20 minutes day to yes. a Christ-centered home. I love that. Yes. So 20 minutes we, at Help Club, we feel that, I mean, it sounds so simple. Like we're not trying to simplify things. And like we all spend different amounts of time with the Lord. Everybody's different. But if you have 20 minutes yes. over the, t like motherhood is a marathon. It's not a sprint, long haul. And if you have 20 minutes a day, five minutes to pray, yeah. 10 minutes to read the Bible, five minutes to pray about and plan your day, ask for wisdom. You can have a strong home with God's help. And it can help you when you're in this mode, like, what do I do? Yes. If we can start there, mm -hmm. then he'll give us all of these other things. I love that it's simple though. It's simple. Because my quiet time looks different now that I have a baby. Oh yeah. I needed something. I wanted, I'm so consumed with a plan and a schedule and all of these things. I needed someone else to just give mm -hmm. me like, how do I do this now as a mom? Mm -hmm. And that has really helped me because it's like, okay. I can do this, whether it's us, Charlie and I watching the Bible app for kids, oh, yeah. reading along that, like whatever it is, like I can do this for 20 minutes and, and what a difference it makes. It does. And I love how you, you've talked before about you just so good with when Charlie gets you up early and really remembering they're not an inconvenience. They're not an inter interruption mm -hmm. and maybe thinking bigger about your day. If the Lord wanted Charlie to get up and interrupt your time that you had with the Lord. Yeah. It's going to be hard. You know, it's not going to be what you wanted it to be, but what if it's what God wants it to be Yeah. that day? What if God wanted right. Charlie to sit there and have, watch mama read a Bible or listen to the Bible app for kids? What if that's yes. what God had for Charlie that day? And, and it's just, not an interruption. He's a gift. He's a gift. Oh yeah. So oh, to just children see him wake from the up, Lord. like it doesn't, I'm just yeah. like, okay, yeah. you know, do whatever you yeah. want. <laughs> like, I, yes. I love it. And like, what a sweet reminder. Mm -hmm of God's gift when he does wake up in the middle of that time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the best. It's never, it's not, mm -hmm. I don't feel inconvenienced by it. I just like God, God gives moms something different. He does. You know, I think that like with my husband, <laughs> that were the case. 
don't know that he would feel the same way yeah. because it's just different. We multitask. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's it's and I look at him when he's doing that, and I'm like, oh, a couple years from now, like I'm gonna miss this. Oh yeah. I even miss we're coming up on his first birthday, and I even miss like looking at those tiny baby pictures when he couldn't do anything for himself. Like oh. he couldn't hold his bottle, and I'm like, you know, it might be four o'clock. I might be really tired, but I'm gonna miss this. It's just a season, you know? And I think God is so good to help us through the seasons when we feel lost. Because whether it's an 11 month old or an adult child, like there's got, I feel like there's always gonna be seasons when we feel lost, when we don't know what to do because mm -hmm. we don't, mm -hmm. right? And we need his help with that. Mm -hmm. so. Do you know what I love that you've spoken about in our talks is that you've asked God for words for Charlie. Mm. I think we should tell yell it from the mountaintops. You can ask God whatever, <laughs> you know, you can ask him whatever. And I love that you asked him for, what were the words that he gave you again? He's gonna be a man of worship in the word. Man of worship in yeah. the word. He, when I was pregnant with him, I felt him tell me that. That's in my so spirit. sweet. And I pray that over him every night. God, make him a man of worship in your word. Oh and man. I just felt that so strongly. And there's such, like, that's when you know it's from God. Like, that's just a random thought. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wouldn't have just come up with that. And it, every night, like, I just look at his little sweet face when I'm putting him in there and I'm like, yeah, this so is what sweet. God promised over And him. he probably wanted you to pray into that for 18 years or 20 years or 30 or 40 or 50, whatever yeah. years for him. Yeah. Uh, with our children, we picked a hymn. We mm. prayed and we picked a hymn mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. And we didn't do it till they were adults. And I wish I would have done it when they were little, like Charlie's age. You know, you could ask the Lord for, well, what is Charlie's song? Mm -hmm. And then you can just print it on the computer, put a thumbtack on your wall or frame it and put it on your wall and sing it as you're rocking him, yeah. that hymn. Yeah. But we, our children were adults. And I even went with my son-in-law's mom and asked her, can you pray and we'll give the kids presents for mm -hmm. Christmas, their hymn. And we framed them and we made them really pretty. But my, my son-in-law was in Christ alone. Mm -hmm. My daughter was when I surveyed the wondrous cross because she's a thinker about the cross and thinks about all these different details. But my son is, uh, as I walk through the garden, uh, you know, what, the mm -hmm. garden, in the garden, as I walk through the garden alone, you know, the, mm -hmm. the dew is still in the roses and he walks with me and he talks with me. That's my son. Mm. He just has a walking, talking relationship yeah. with Jesus. That's so awesome. But I wish I would have done it when they were little. Yeah, I never Pick even thought song. about that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Pick a hymn and yeah. then ask God and he'll give it to you. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love that. Um, I love what you said here. You approach your relationship with God by faith. Turn yeah. to him even when you don't feel like he's there. Uh -huh. It's true. Good. It's true. And having that habit, like you talked about earlier, having those, um, I, I, I guess, disciplines, it, you know, the discipline of having a quiet time, but don't look at it as a discipline, but mm -hmm. it's, it's just a, it's a habit that you have in your day. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's something that you go to. When you have that habit, you're going to be more filled with faith than if you're always on 911 mode with God. Yes. 911 prayers, yes. help, 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 which yes. he's good at. He loves that. But there's a time and a place if you have that time carved out with him each day to hear from him, to let him love you mm -hmm. when you're not in crisis mode. Yes. Receiving the love of Jesus when you're not in crisis mode is different. I mean, he still gives you his love. Right. But when you just receive him in the everyday moments, mm -hmm. it's so special. It and is. your relationship with him will get more sweet. Yes. Yeah. I recently, um, started writing a song called No Agenda. Oh my goodness. Coming to God with no agenda. And it was mm -hmm. talking about like, I come to you, God, with no agenda. I seek your heart, not your hand. Oh. So 
not always coming to God, seeking his hand and something from him. The second verse said, I seek your face, your presence, Lord. Your presence is all I need. I'm sitting here with you forever. Like just, and you know what the funny thing was? Like I felt the Lord drop that into my spirit and I knew that I was supposed to write that. It was so hard to write a song completely focused on God and not just like, God, here's what I need from you. Here's what, because if you think about it, there's so many songs like that. Like, you know, help me God and help me do this and help me do that. And this and this is just none of that in there. Like I, I wanted none of that in there, no place for it in there, but just worshiping him, like giving him all my praise and giving him all my glory because he is good and he deserves our glory. He's good and he deserves our praise. And it's just like, it, it, like you're saying, it's so different. Like just sitting in his presence in worshiping him because he is so good. And then there are those 911 crisis moments. Oh yeah, we all have them. Wait, I mean, there's both, but I feel like for so long, like I didn't, I didn't really see the both. I have, being a new mom, like I feel like I have been in crisis mode so many times that it's just like, God, I need you to do this. God, show me how to do this and he will. But how sweet it is just to come to him with no agenda. I feel like that song's, I'm going to be like, I know her. <laughs> I feel like that song's going to be like wow. a most popular Christian song because it's so good. Oh, I need to finish encouraging it. Pe- but you should, because <laughs> yeah. the, what that's doing is you're encouraging people to have that, uh, well, gently leading those who have young, that, you know, because he gently leads us. We're his sheep, but we mm. follow him because he's our shepherd. Yeah. And the sheep, they know they're going to get fed. They know they're going to get cared for. They know he's going to fight off the the wolves and the enemies. Mm-hmm. They're just sheep. They just follow. Yeah. Right. We're just sheep and we just want to be with the shepherd. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think something uh, just kind of random thought that came to my mind, like I love the help club and I love also my community, my, my tight community, because I do ask God for wisdom. Yeah. Sometimes he'll give me answers through other moms. Oh yes. You know? Oh yes. So I don't feel like we should be afraid to call and ask for help. There was a, a, a season where I felt guilty, like calling one of my friends. Cause I'm like, well, she figured this out. Like I should be able to figure it out too. Like she did the research. I should be able to do that for myself. Like I shouldn't keep asking her, like almost felt like I was cheating on a test. Oh, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, but he gives us that community. Like we, we need that community. And the support of other moms, like I can pray and I can go to God first and then my phone will ring or I'll think about my friend Lindsay and just call her and Lindsay plug here. She was just one of those friends that's like born to be a mom, you know, like knows. Yeah. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you're a first time mom too. Mm -hmm. How in the world Mm -hmm. did you know that? I love those friends. She's incredible, <laughs> but I feel like I'm using her as like my like, like, like you know, oh. like looking over at her test sometimes, but oh. she doesn't feel that way. And I'm so thankful for her, but I feel like community is such an important, it's so important. when we're talking about this subject, what do you feel when you feel lost as, or what do you do when you feel lost as a mom? Sometimes it's calling those godly friends that have already done this before you or that are walking through this season because your main takeaway, you're not alone for me having a baby in the midst of COVID. Oh, ah. it's been so isolating. And I feel alone because we're not meeting in our women's groups. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like you wait so long to like have all of your like play dates and your babies do all these things together. Oh. And then you don't do that. Yeah. So this is very real. Hard that is. It is very real. You're yeah. not alone. And yeah. just thinking outside of the box of things that we can do to not feel isolated or feel like you're alone. And I think community plays a huge role in that. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. In Help Club, uh, we we part of the program is praying with a friend. And I know it can mm -hmm. sound crazy. People don't like talking on the phone nowadays, but praying for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. That's it. 10 mm -hmm. minutes on the phone once a week with a friend. And uh, you'll pray for each other. You'll go deeper with each other. And then you feel more like you can ask questions yeah. of that person. Yeah. Yes. That's, well, I, that's so hard. I can't even imagine like how hard that must be for you. Like, I hadn't thought about that with COVID. There's so many ways it's impacted, but yeah, that it, must it be is. hard. It's very different. Yeah. It's very different because it's yeah. not your expectation. Yeah. It's not what I thought motherhood yeah. would look like. For sure. And I know it's a season, you yeah, know, and, and, and like you said, God gave me Charlie and called me to be a mom during this season. Yeah. So he will grace me He'll and help equip you. me to do that. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. do you want to take a minute and pray I for some of the moms pray. out there? Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Father, I thank you for... Oh, thank you for Ashley. Thank you for this wonderful show. Thank you for this wonderful network and all these people that are just helping people to know you. Father, I pray for the mom who's watching or listening, God, that she would know that she can come to you with everything, that she would keep her eyes off of uh, what other people are doing and she would come straight to you knowing that she doesn't have to have a secondhand Jesus. She can come straight to you. And I pray that you would bring her friends, that you would bring her people to pray with her, God, that you would bring her children friends, that you would help her not to feel lost and alone, and that she would feel that she has you with her every day, that your presence would be so strong in her life, and that she would feel strong and courageous, even as she turns off the show, strong and courageous because she's not alone. She has a helper. She has the power of the living God inside of her as a Christian and the creator God who made the everything that is uh, with her all the time. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for your ministry. Thank you yes. for your ministry. I look forward to many more Thank to come you. with you. Yes, me too. <laughs> we would love to connect with you. Follow us on social media at What If Video Podcast or check out our website by visiting ashleylmcclain.com. You can see what's coming up on What If, submit your What If questions, read Ashley's blog, and so much more. We can't wait to connect with you. All right. Did you get some great tips? Do you feel a little less lost as a mom? Maybe even just for this minute. <laughs> I know that Deb helped me so much as she absolutely always does. Again, make sure helpclubformoms.com. I know I'm probably wearing that out, but I just love them so much and they have been so life-giving to me. Jen's worship, Deb's motivations on Monday, all of the women on there, that's something I just really want to drive home because it's been so important for me is that community. And I know we talked a little bit about COVID and just isolation and we, we filmed this conversation, you know, during that. So it has been really challenging to be a mom in the midst of a pandemic when you are a little bit more isolated. So I encourage you, if your church is meeting, plug in. I know it's hard. We talked about on episode 10, practical ways to encourage your children to love going to church. So if you didn't watch that, I encourage you to check it out because since then we have started taking Charlie and just walking into a community of people that love you. I can't tell you how incredible that feels. It makes you feel not alone. It makes you feel a little less lost because the second I talk about, you know, well, I'm scared to feed Charlie. Like what if he chokes? You know, 
there's so many other moms who have either going through it, already been through it. There's so many people willing and wanting to help and run alongside of you. We need community. We were created for community. We were created for relationship, not just with Jesus. Yes, with Jesus first and foremost, but we also were created for relationships here on this earth. So I encourage you, plug into your community, find those two or three people, like my friend Lindsay that I talked about, find those people that you can just call and be like, help, I need you. Community is so important when you feel lost as a mom and ask God for wisdom. Every night, ask him for wisdom, how to raise your baby, and he will give it to you. I hope that you feel encouraged. We love you, and I hope that you'll join us next time on the What If Video Podcast. 